This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex this long weekend. This is Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. This is a show all about stuff. It stars Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. And what you can do on this show is you can call in about any item you think might have special value in your life and get an actual real-life market assessment of it. Maybe it's a piece of fine china, some sports memorabilia, antique farm equipment, maybe some furniture, an old piece of advertising, gold, silver coins, military collectibles, comic books, vintage toys, whatever you have lying around that you might think might have some special value, you can talk to an expert totally free right now. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, you can call toll-free. It's one 740 4740 Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We're working the long weekend. I know. Ha- happy Easter. Yes. Oops. Merry Easter. Yes. It's a merry, it's happy Easter. Happy Easter, right. Sorry. Obviously, you're celebrating. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't do much of an egg no, hunt. But I'm going to say the same thing I say at uh, Christmas time, that even though I'm in the stuff business, people are important. Stuff is not. Oh. We're in the stuff business. Oh. I'll tell you where your stuff Look at is you work in the ticker. Oh, oh he's no. all hard today. No, no, but this, it's Easter. And this is when families get together. We had our, our family and stuff, except for Bogart. He's not here today. He's in Amsterdam. Poor guy, just enjoying beautiful Amsterdam. How long is he there for, by the way? I think I'm paying him too much. <laughs> uh, probably he's there for uh, until tomorrow. Wow. He only went for a day. He just flies over, checks it out, and comes back. Very uh, good. Sweet life, eh? Yeah, not bad. No, How no. was your week? Busy week? I had a great week. Topped off by a Leafs win last night. Oh, You sad. might have noticed. I. How could you not hear the screams? I mean, come on, you got another overtime game. Everyone's excited. I mean, come on, one and one's pretty good. No, no, no. This is this. Things are good in in, in Toronto right now. Like, yes. And, uh, my what weeks... does that do to Leafs memorabilia? By the way. Well, that's what I was going to say. Nineteen sixty-seven, the last time we won. Just for and now we're dealing with the right audience because they're the only people who remember the Leafs winning the last Stanley Cup. Um, that stuff, like a ticket for the last game, is probably worth thousand dollars. Right now. A stub for a 1967 Game 7? Yeah. Uh, program fully signed, six $700. Even just a regular program for, any of, the, for the, any of the playoff games, you got the season games, they still sell. But your playoff game, any of the, uh, the, the playoff games are going to be worth, and especially if you got some signatures. The hard autograph, besides uh, Plant and um, who, has, who else has passed on that? Uh, Sawchuck, uh, no, not Plant. Sawchuck's off there. Timmy Horton is George Armstrong. 
Oh yeah, well, you he's always still mention, alive. He doesn't sign. Yeah, you're still. You always say George Armstrong. You know, whatever the signature's on, it's worth his weight in gold because the guy doesn't sign anything. Yeah. And even during the parade, he was holding the cup. So he's holding the cup. I can only do one job. I can't sign your autograph. I can only hold this cup. Smart man, right? Yeah. So he's hiding out from the public. Is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. But that kind of stuff, I'm surprised that uh, like we deal in that, and it always surprises people what it's worth. Like they have even the last um, the last season of the Maple Leaf Gardens. Mm. You know, they sold off all the seats, and they sold the member. They had a big auction, but even the last tickets from Maple Leaf Gardens are worth. Uh, that set's probably worth four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars for the ticket stub for the, the last stubs. game. Yeah, oh, I no, guess the, the first game's worth a lot. The last game, wow. Oh no, no, no. The first game, no, no. If you had one for the first game in nineteen thirty-one, holy, you cow. got thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah even yeah. the programs from back then. But people have these in their basement. They don't even recognize them. They they they're sitting there, and like we talk about the lottery ticket. You know, everyone goes out and buys a lottery ticket, but unless you check the numbers, you're not going to find out if you won. So they've got lotteries in, lottery tickets in your basement in the form of uh, Leafs tickets, or you might have them in comic books, or you might have artwork. you got to get it checked out. I'm always blown away with the China. People with old plates and, and teacups and, you know, out of nowhere, each cup and plate is worth $500 a piece or whatever. That's yeah. the, always the one that shocks me. They've been sitting in somebody's cabinet for 70 years, yeah. and they yeah. don't know what it's worth. Yeah. Well, that's a lady brought in this week some Paragon. Some Paragon, they're not all equal because some people are worth more than others, but the names like Paragon, uh, Ainsley, uh, Minton, the more gold and flowers on the better. But we will, <laughs> As a general rule, really? Yes. Okay. It's almost like the old paintings that they used to, if they had 16 cows on, you got paid by the cow. Gotcha. Uh, okay. That's how it goes. The more flowers, the more gold. They want the ones that widen out. The ones out of the 30s and 40s, and people have them out up there in the cupboard and they're not, they're not, I know they're not using them anymore. They never use them. Uh, they, and the good thing is, and that, because if you put them in the dishwasher, that gold's going to come off. But if you have them in your cupboards, we do buy them. And some of them are like, we sold one for $400. That could only be considered ugly. What yeah. happens when people bring in a whole set and you're like, yeah, you got uh, thousands of dollars of teacups here? They yeah. must, what do they jump for the sky and yeah, scream? Yeah. They must. We, no, we tell them, uh, we take some of it in consignment because we don't know. Sometimes a cup and sauce, we've started them at $10. It's not where it starts when we auction it off. It's where it ends up, okay? Mm. So we're having it on there, and, and like some of it's three, four, five hundred dollars $500. One went for $1,300 U.S. This is a teacup. One cup and one saucer. It's a hell of a cup. And it was made by Paragon. Okay, I remember this. And some of them, you know, they had, used to have the, you know how you have a teacup. You've got the handles, got a little hole in to put your finger through. Well, they filled in the handle. They make it into a bird, or they make it into a flower, or they make it into something like that. Those are very, they're very decorative. They cost a lot of money back then, but they're worth a ton now. I have to get a couple of updates before we take phone calls. Our okay. phone lines are open. If you have an item lying around your house, you want to know if it has any special value, our phone lines are open, 416-360-0740. We are live. I think we're the only ones working this long weekend. Yeah. 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's 100% toll-free. 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. My question was, we've been chasing a woman in Cambridge who's got, like, unopened Jello packets from 1960, and you still didn't get there. My bit, I was so busy this week. I mean, I run out of day before I run out of work. Okay, anyway, those okay. who are listening going, what are you talking about? Why would you want old Jello? They have old hockey collectibles in them. Yeah, that they're yeah. unopened makes them valuable. And comics. 
And my other thing was, I mentioned last week that when you do a house call, because many times you're doing an entire estate sale. Somebody goes, I'm moving. Paul Kenny, can you clean this place out for me? Yeah. Do an estate sale. Uh, and I said, do they, should, do, they, do they need to prep anything? Do you wear your shoes in the house, out of the house? You take them off. Do you like orange Pico tea? Well, apparently you had a, somebody uh, took you to lunch or at their own place. They had a barbecue for you. That was nice. This is the kind of treatment that we got to encourage, right? No, no. I enjoyed I did. Um, I was out with some people yesterday, and they had an fa- unbelievable nice place. I, I respect them. I can say where it was. But the view was fantastic. The people were nice. And I was there at 10 o'clock in the morning till 4, and it still didn't get done. I ran out of money. What do you mean? Okay. They had that much good they stuff? They had that much good stuff. Wow. And I'm going back later on in the week. And it was a beautiful place. The view, I could just sit there and watch. It was like heaven. You would... Uh, if I was going to retire, I'd retire up there. It was <laughs> peaceful. My wife would have loved it because it's just peaceful. It's you and a bunch of animals and a bunch of trees. So you really wanted to be there. Were you dragging your feet? They're like, what do you no, think no, this no. piece of art is? You'd be like, I could tell you after I have a nap in the great room. Could somebody make me a sandwich? Was it that type of deal? No, no. no, no. Okay. I worked. I was working very hard. But I got, actually, I have, this week, I, this reminds me, this week I was listening to your show. Okay, and you don't ever tell the number. I just copied it now because I was going to call you because you had an unfair question to a guy. You're talking about face the music? Face the music. I'm They're listening. They're all unfair questions. No, what no, was the no. question? No, 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 no. No guy should ever have to answer a question about the movie Titanic. What? Okay? Everyone had to see it. It was no. required reading, basically. No, no. We all know how it ended. But yeah. with Titanic, no guy, unless it's on his first date, yeah. Or he's trapped in a chair and he can't find the remote. Yes. Should have to watch that movie from beginning to end. And you asked him questions on Titanic. I asked him, It was uh, the question was, who played the archaeologist as they weave out of... Bill Paxton is the answer. Many people forget You're that. missing my point. It is yeah. a women's movie. You get to choose your own destiny on that show. So okay. that's what you're taking the time on this show to criticize that show? Okay, fine. We won't ask any more guys Titanic questions. Fair enough. I sat there and I said... I wouldn't know that question. What was the name of the gemstone they were chasing? The heart of the ocean, Paul. Okay. If you paid attention, maybe opened your heart to a little bit more romance in your life. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Oh, no, don't say that. I got that that talk this morning. Okay. <laughs> On. But we had like, the, but it's still a good week. But I want to talk about, you know, this is what I don't get. I didn't get a chance. Last week went so fast. I got to go through the numbers again on what we buy in the gold and silver. I want people to copy down our number, even if today... For later on, because you never know when you're going to need this stuff. You know, when you're going to say, you're not deciding today to, to sell something, but three weeks from now or four weeks from now, you're going to want to sell some gold or silver, or you find it, okay? Mm. So that's why are the number of the store or uh, the 905, I want people to go out and get a pen right now. If there's anyone out there listening on Easter, 905-737-4673. And put Paul and consignment heroes next to it. So then, because a lot of people put in your wallet and your purse, and you just say you heard it on Zoomer Radio. Some people think they heard me on another radio station. Oh really? Oh yes. No, I hear that. And I don't. I don't say a whole lot about it. No, I think I was on Zoomer. Yes, I'm pretty sure. I know where I was on Sunday. But in gold and silver, I'm going to say what I did yesterday was 1966. All coins are made out of silver, Canadian coins. And people have them at home, and they go to these road shows, and they don't get the fair price. And that's why people are allowed to even call me. Now, I'm going to say, like, pre-1966, we're paying $12.58 per dollar mm. today, okay? It might go up or down Monday, but it's in that area. So if you have a 
$100 in silver dollars, we're going to pay you $1,258. Not like these roadshows that pay you $5 a piece, okay? And in 67, and we're going back with 1967, the last time Leafs won, uh, in 1960, it was also a centennial and all that other stuff. They had all those uh, coins with the animals on them. You know, they had the, the goose and they had the... Yeah, polar bear and yeah, whatever, whatever, bobcat, yeah. They're all made out of silver as well. And we'll, pay, we'll buy those as well. And they're like $9.22 per dollar. So you have $100. It doesn't take that long to add them up. And even the ones that are in the little sets of the thing. But we also, and gold... I'm only saying this because people on the side, they don't know when they go and they give a, a person a chain for and weighs 30 grams and the guy says he's giving them $300, which is $10 a gram. Right. And it's 10 carat. And they should be getting six, almost $600, $570. You do see that a lot, too, with um, people who have, like, say, uh, silver or gold maple. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, silver price is X amount of dollars. That's what they're worth. Well, in many cases, it's like many dollars over a spot yeah. if the coin is prestigious or highly valued. That's where I find people probably get ripped off more often, right? The, yeah. A dollar under spot for, a, you know, a Canadian maple, and usually they sell way over spot. Well, yeah, but no. All of this stuff, yeah. You can, get, you can lose a lot of money this way. No, but this is why I want to make sure they know the prices. Like in 14 carat, we're today we're paying $27 over, $27 per gram. Okay, and they, Do you know how many people are looking at their rings and jewelry right now? What is it stamped? 18, 14, 22? No, but we'll tell them. We have to test it. And 18 is $35 a gram, okay? This makes a difference because people say, oh, I got $400. But that's a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money if you're supposed to get 1200 Okay. Right, yes. And you know how people have all the silver plate at home. Everyone got married in the 60s and 70s, and part of the thing was they got a silver tea set, they got a silver plate tea set, they got silver trays, they got the cutlery, you got the um, all that stuff. Well, they don't want it. They want to clean it, which I understand, Don't and don't clean it before you give it to us, but we're paying $2 a pound on that. And up to two seventy five a pound. Most people just junk that stuff, right? You can't normally out. sell it. Is that the deal? Yeah, we crush it as well. We're crushing it, but we're paying more than a scrap dealer does for it. We're paying a lot more than that. We also, and sterling, and, and if they bring it in, they have sterling, we will tell them what the difference is, okay? On sterling, we have... Uh, what is the difference, just so I understand? <laughs> no, well, silver plate's got a little thin layer of silver over copper. Like if you took a spray can and it's, just sprayed over a paint, a silver yeah, layer. Okay, gotcha. It's about gotcha. 1% right. and silver. And sterling would be purity pure. right through? No, it's, it's pure sterling, but sterling is 925 parts per thousand. So it's virtually all silver. Okay. The whole plate then? The whole plate. Gotcha. And we weigh it. So we give them 60 cents a gram because part of it's not silver. If it's and if it has the words eight hundred on it or the number, sorry, the, the number's eight hundred on it, it will be saying uh, that's eight hundred parts. You pay get paid a little bit less for it, but it's still silver. And we're melting everything back to. We don't. Some people don't want to get melted, but after they don't, after they sell it to me, they have no choice. How about that? Yeah, no, we get rid of it right away. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live in downtown Toronto. If you have an antique or an heirloom that you'd like a live. Uh, sort of a live assessment on the radio of. Yeah. Maybe it's something rare and obscure that you, you've never seen another one before. You've looked it up online, you, you can't get a read on it. Well, we have a guy who's made, uh, he's found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically uh, people who have undervalued their own stuff mm-hmm. by not paying attention to the details. That's what this man does. His name is Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. You can call in right now. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 
740-4740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. I'm Ben Mercer, live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex with Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada, a man who found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. And you can call in for a free assessment on anything you own that you want an actual real-time market value on. Our number, 416-360-0740. Stephen in Toronto, I'm told you have uh, an interesting collection of something that guys would be interested in? Yeah, well, it's appropriate for Easter, I guess, bunnies. Uh, old uh, late sixties, early seventies, uh, Playboy magazines. <laughs> Playboy bunnies. I see. Yeah, good tie-in. Yes. Okay. He's really capturing the theme. Yes. No. Okay. On uh, the Playboy magazines, it's generally um, the first five years they came out in '54 with the Maryland cover, and right. that'll still go for I heard up to five thousand dollars. But after about '61, '62, they're not as popular unless it's single issues. Okay. Oh, okay. What's a single issue? What do you um, mean? The Maryland ones, the Manfield, they were early. Um, Madonna, certain issues are still collectible. Oh, you mean like depending on the star yeah. on the cover? So it, would most people just, would they leave it out or mount it with the famous front page, yeah, which would yeah. be And some people still collect, but the, because of, I don't think they're in that, saw, in that magazine area, a lot of them, Playboy stuck with their a little bit more refined. And they didn't. The collectors didn't go with them. That's the best way to put it. I see. So what issues? Mystique. So Stephen, what issues do you have? Oh, geez, uh, I'd say uh, a lot of late sixties, early seventies. Uh, yeah. You know, good, uh, they cost a lot to mail. Um, sometimes we put them in auction, but what used to sell for two, three dollars, five dollars an issue, now sells for a dollar. And because of Playboy, you know how thick they are. We've all, all us guys, know how thick they are. Um, they're they're expensive to mail. In Canada. In the United States, you can still mail them under the media rate. But in Canada, it's hard to do anything with them. You might want to read those articles, right? How yeah. to hook up your hi-fi record player. That'll be in those issues from the 60s and 70s, right? Wow. Yeah. One, I could say one day I went into a house call. It was a garage call. It was a double-car garage with all pre-1965, what we call the dirts and the hunting magazines and hunting and fishing. Three feet high with little aisles through them, and that was it. Like your old dudes and nug before Playboy, dude, nugget, all that kind of stuff. They still have a certain collectability, but they're almost it's you see more more risque pictures in the sun today than you saw in those back then. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, but or for hunting, the era they would have been totally uh, they would have been taboo, totally, yeah. yeah. And that was a 
it took me three loads to take it out. So, Stephen, how many issues do you have then? Oh, maybe about uh, 30 at least. Okay, yeah. so you're saying on the low side, two, three bucks an issue if yeah. you sold them at a swap meet or online or something like that, but you're saying shipping costs will kill you. Yeah. Is there anyone that you think is, uh, was there somebody who appeared on a cover who then got super famous or anything like that? I don't know. I'd have to look. What's your most treasured issue, I guess, is the question. Uh, I guess well, one of the Christmas issues. Yep. Christmas oh, were those thing. big or Christmas yeah, issues? No, That's a big bigger. thing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? When I do complete estates and the family will bring me in, they will throw out all grandpa's dirts, as we call them. <laughs> no, it just it happens yeah, more Steve, often. You don't want to leave this legacy behind, right? Where someone's got to lug this stuff out of your house one day. And But stuff is stuff. You know, there was no harm done or anything like that. You know, if it was... That was... That was Accepted at the time, but it's just funny how that works. That they will throw them out, and I'll say, No, that stuff's got a bit of value, especially before, like a, a number one Playboy, Maryland cover, 5G's. Wow, you know, well, Stephen, so the good news is not zero, they're still worth something, just not very much. You see a lot of authors in there, like Rose yeah. Block, uh, starting off in there, or whatever. John Lennon. Yeah, see, that's what I would have guessed. Like an old Lennon interview article or an issue like that, that it would have done well over time, or maybe George Lucas did a piece or something like that. Because a lot of celebrities did tell-alls inside of Playboy that weren't pornographic yeah. necessarily, but, you know, they broke a lot of ground with these interviews. Well, what actually does sell from that same time period is, I wish he had Rolling Stone, the Janis Joplin issue, the Jimi Hendrix issue. Those, all that rock memorabilia... Uh, is actually now coming in more into the old fanzines, uh, anything to do with the Beatles, anything to do with the Stones, the Rolling Stone magazine. It was a very flimsy paper and did not survive well. So it would disintegrate for most people. And so if you have old, an old Rolling Stone, it might be worth something. Yeah, old movie. We just sold, I think, a Pink Floyd movie poster for $450. Yeah, but I get that because you would want that. If Even if <laughs> I always use HomeSense as an example, but any piece of art is, you know, two to $500, even if you don't love it. It's just that's what it takes to occupy wall space. I've so it makes to sense to me. I have never been to home since. Really? I have never seen Titanic. Wow. Next question. Next He's question. living a good life. Uh, our <laughs> next caller is going to be Elizabeth in Burlington. Elizabeth, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. How are you? Good. How are you? Not bad. What do you got? Uh, I've got some Cayman Island coins. Okay. That were my husband's. I just found them since he passed away. Sorry and to hear they're that. I have the certification of authenticity. Yes. <laughs> and they've got... Um, Winston Churchill on them. They're 1974 Cayman, and there's some other which are at the bottom of the box I didn't get to okay. yet. Okay. Maybe eight or ten sets, plus some singles that are silver. I'm going to surprise you with what I know about this. The one with the silver coin is 1.54 ounces of silver, and <laughs> really? the gold is what? 0.365 ounces of gold. They came in two-part sets. You'll have a little certificate if you've got the gold and silver sets together. Yep, I do. It's, yep, that's worth 0.3.65 ounces of silver and 1.54. Only because this I This is insane. This is insane that you know this. Okay. And I'm not wrong. Uh, it says $100 on it. Bring it in. We pay by the, the, the gold content. They've got very little collectability. They were made by the Royal Canadian Mint, or and some were made by yes, Franklin Mint. Uh, it yeah. says here printed by the... Yeah. And they've got, they come in a little black um, leatherette case, and it comes with a white covering on it. Well, so, this, well one of them is, the others are black with, um, they're sort of a sleeve that's a yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, our store is at 10,341 Young. We're on the south side of Evil Wall. 
And on the other side is my competitor. You can go check on his price and check on mine. I guarantee to pay more than he does on these. I guarantee to pay more for gold coins than he does on every day of the week. I believe you. So you're talking about hundreds, if not but thousands of dollars. Of oh, no, no. But depends on how many you got. Wait a minute. A third of an ounce of gold? Yeah, That's okay. So we're at, yeah, we're at, what, 500 bucks, something like that? Well, no, it's more than that. You should know. I'm just talking in round numbers trying to get through the phone call. Okay, you want to give her to the penny. Okay, fair enough. When you go into the bank. I cut corners. I'm lazy. Do you put a a lot of money in or do you You put $750 in? I just keep thousands of dollars of cash on me. I just flick it out of the street. I go to to dinner. I go, what's the bill? 80? Here's 200. Enjoy yourself. That's the kind of guy I am. Well, can I have your address? Yeah, it's six, <laughs> $626 in gold on that one coin. Just for the one coin? Yeah. Wow. But we pay, now I make a profit on this times. So I would pay you, uh, oops, did that wrong. I'm not going to pay you $56,000. Um, come on in. Okay, so the <laughs> one coin is worth between six and $700 alone, never yeah. mind the so other that, series that and the sets. Gold, right? Yeah, right. the gold coin. And yeah. what about the silver? Oh, it's 1.54 ounces. We buy it the same way. Price okay. of silver times 1.54 times uh, 0.85. Okay. Also, um, I have a huge collection of Franklin Mint cars from the earliest Mercedes. Okay. And now do you have the silver cards? And or? trains. Oh. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have the actual car model cars or do you have the silver cars? The act- They're, uh, oh, I don't know. No, do they, are they silver colored? No. Okay, then you don't have those. Okay. Um, then, unfortunately, they, you, he paid a lot of money. You're going to do much better with your Bahamas stuff and, and uh, Cayman Islands than you are with those. We still buy them. They still have a value. It's just not very good. Okay? Okay. Now, there might be, if he collected, now, if he did Franklin Mint, they also gave you little medallions as well. Those are made out of silver. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So before you toss them out, like I always say, the garbage man doesn't run around with a checkbook, but I do. So come and see me, and we'll go from there. All right, terrific. I'll now, do come, that. Elizabeth, sure. I think you have the right guy if you want to get a price on these coins. He knew yeah. even to the fraction of an ounce what everyone contained. Oh wait a minute! Before we go to the line, I know there's people on the line here, but I got to talk a story this week. Okay, Elizabeth, please uh, stay on the line. Sebastian Hearn's going to grab your information, and okay. we'll get you guys to swap info. Okay. Uh, I've got a lady this week. Or maybe we can go, do you want to go to break and then come back? No, to now, come on, okay, I'm all okay. in now, yeah. But it's really great. Okay, so I buy, I buy some stuff. A lady comes in and brings me a bunch of stuff. And I ask her, what are you going to do? I gave her the money. And uh, she said, I'm going to see an elephant. I'm going to see an elephant? Yes. She what, bought, at the zoo? She, what do you mean? No. No, there's no elephants in Canada anymore. Forget that. Oh, that's idea. right. Bob yeah. Barker ran gone. them all out. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. Gone. She's going to Africa to see an elephant. Wow. So, not a elephant. She's going to see elephants. She's going see, on I, safari. Yeah. Well, that's the way she Without said Without the it. hunting. Without the hunting. So I thought that was great. Here's someone that they buy and they say, I'm going to give it to my grandkids and let them go see elephants. No. I'm going to do something with the money that you're giving. She was about 70, 72 or something. I don't know. Good for her. But I thought that was that was the most enlightening part of the week. It says, I'm going to, she took the money, she sold her house and stuff, uh, she's going to travel. And she says, I'm going to do, like, women have bucket lists as well. Men have bucket lists. We're not very good at keeping lists. Right. But 
And she said that, and that was one of the nicest things. It made me feel good for the rest of the day. Here, I'm going to do something with this money. I'm going to. I've been some- holding on to something for years and years. I'm going to sell it and finally splurge or whatever. I'm Treat a, yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's go to Rome or something. But the way she said, I'm going to go see an elephant. And it took me a little bit. Oh, well, I like that. You're not going to see a giraffe? No. <laughs> but it's good like, for her. And I so thought, you're saying rather than give it to the to the ungrateful grandchildren, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because yeah. And I can say this because I know grandchildren don't listen to us. <laughs> We're not losing any of our audience. Fair enough. We're, you're uh, listening to Zoomer Radio. It's Consignment Heroes. We're live from our studios at the Zoomerplex in downtown Toronto. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 30,000 square feet of it, selling antiques, collectibles, and the kind of neat stuff that Paul and Bogart love so much, they've been one of those 100 vendors for 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're live in the Zoomerplex. I'm Ben Mercer here with Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. Back to the phone lines, Beth in Oakville. I'm told that she has some Blue Jays memorabilia. Is it hot stuff now when they're like 1 in 25 now? Shut up. <laughs> Beth in Oakville, welcome to the show. Thank you. What do you got? I have a, a menu from Alice Zuli's dated Saturday, October 3rd, 1992, with 11 signatures of the Blue Jays uh, on it. Okay. And a little note at the bottom from Alice that says, Cheers to my Blue Jays. I know they are going to clinch it today. Wow. So, sorry, what did you say the date was? October 3rd, 1992. Whew. And Man. that was a Friday. Saturday. They clinched on Saturday because they all got drunk. And the <laughs> next day, they still won. I think uh, Gaylord Perry got his three yards win. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no. So what, it depends on what signatures you have on. They're all still alive. Okay. The, the ones I could decipher are John Olerud. Yep. Nice Pat, guy. Valuable. Yeah. Pat Borders. Yep. He's Rance a, Melnick's. Yep. Jimmy Key. Yep. Todd Stottlemyre. Okay. Mark Icorn. Icorn. Roberto Alomar. You're making me I have chills right now thinking about these guys because it's the last time. Yeah. We were at the game. And Al Leiter, and there might be a couple others I can't read. Yeah. Something like that, just because it's on the menu and stuff like that, you'll probably get fifty, seventy-five dollars. Uh if it has the full team. That would make a little bit of a difference. The idea that has the little clinching note on, especially if it's in the handwriting of one of the players. I would think that would make the price explode. So what do you say What do you say the date was? Because game six happened October 24th. 19- no, no, no. The clinching for the pennant. Oh, okay. So you're back on the, mar- on the second, right? That's okay, where I know they gotcha. got drunk that night after clinching. It was, if it was on a Saturday. How do you know that? Because I, I Cause used, you're close. I see. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Done. 
I have a full head of unbelievable bad facts. <laughs> okay, so all together, what would you suggest? that I 75 to to $100 and might even a little bit more because of it's just kind of neat. You know, some people collect. It's just, I like the idea. I would start the bidding there. I think it would. I, oh, I think no. a lot of people would be excited. Even John Allroot anything, I think, would pull a lot of money. Yeah, but Never mind know, all this other element. I have the last scorecard from Exhibition Stadium, the actual one given to me by the umpire. Oh, Wow. That's a piece of Toronto history, but I Toronto wants me to donate it, and I refuse to donate to people who have more money than I do. Well, that's a pretty good policy. <laughs> that's a pretty good policy. And that, and because of my financial state, that's about the whole world. <laughs> okay, so Beth, some money, but a some, nice piece, very yeah, exciting piece. Yeah. Frame it up. Our next caller is going to be um, Jerry in Burlington. Jerry, who I'm told is a woman. Jerry, Jerry yeah. a woman. Yes, it's, it's a woman, yes. Hi, Jerry, how are you? I'm great, how about you? Not bad, what do you got? I've got Hot Wheels. Okay. <laughs> From, uh, sorry, 1995, uh, 1997. <clears throat> I have uh, the series because there was always like 40 of them issued in one year. I also have the specials. So, okay, what you need? And I the, have hundreds of them. Hundreds. And now, then quantity helps here because a lot of something worth even a little bit of money is always worth a lot. So here's what we do: the Hot Wheels is 1967. You got your red lines. They had red the, with the red wheels. They, had, they were worth money. They're called red lines. Some right. of those go up to four and five and six hundred dollars a piece. Right. I've even heard of them going for a thousand. Still in the package. But once you're in the 90s. The Hot Wheels was a big thing. It's like the Hot Wheels Transformers was well distributed, and they're usually two, four, five dollars each. Not a lot of money, but if you've got a lot of them, it can add up. Now, especially if you have them still in the packages. Yes, I do. Yes, um, come and see me. They are unopened, and it would be like a bulk sale, you know, not individual, because there, as I yeah. said, I have hundreds. So. Uh, you might want to go through them because I do know that some of them are like they are limited. Yeah. Some of them go from a dollar and then up to like five thousand dollars. So yeah, even in the nineties, there's one called the nineteen ninety five collector number two seventy one funny car. There's one called the uh, the blue Roger Dodger. I mean, these all sell for multiple thousands of dollars just for the yeah. one. So you do want somebody to go through there and see if they can identify one of these things. I can do that. The Ed Shaver Custom AMX sold for over four thousand dollars. Okay. Serious? Yeah. Okay. I'm this is eBay's sure highest if, sell, sales I'm on these sure items. I'm not sure if I have any of those, but it would be more or less, uh, you know, as, as I said, selling them in bulk, basically, you know, even a dollar. If I got a dollar per uh, per car. Um, what I'm going to do, is it uh, Jerry? Is yes. that short for Geraldine? Jer- no, actually, it's uh, Jeremiah. Jer- okay. Come on in and see me. Make an appointment um, so I can come and see me at 10,341 Young Street. A lot of people think that we only handle gold and silver. Yes. But I no, know. No, tack them up. Cover your walls in these Hot Wheels. It'll be fun. See what they do for a couple months. No, I, we deal in toys, uh, the comics, the records, furniture, anything I can make a little bit of money on. I don't have to get rich. Anything I can make a little bit of money on because I learned the antique business the honest way. My mother was an antique dealer. Okay, I think I mentioned this once on the show. I've never heard this story. I don't oh, think. yeah, my mom, Bogart was here. We, we, how cool is it if you're, as an antique dealer, my, my kids do not appreciate me, or my, but, and my <laughs> grandkids won't. But my, grand, my mother was a, I had an ice cream shop 
She was an antique dealer and an ice cream, had an ice cream shop. So she was anti- she was ice cream grandma. Oh, okay. So see, that way we'd always and my wife would actually go to the shop to give him ice cream, and I could go and talk about antiques with my mom. And that's how I learned. I learned the old-fashioned way of buying and selling all the uh, the china, the dishes, the jewelry. And I actually, in our family, we lived it and breathed it. You know. Wow. So you're second generation. Bogart's a third generation antiques. Yeah. On entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. Did Grandma have any good negotiating tips that she gave you ever? She bought everything. She bought everything at their price, just whatever, didn't care? No, because you know something? She didn't run. I learned that there's ethics in it. You don't rip people off. I mean, there's a time where if someone wants $10 and it's a $100 item, you don't pay them $10. You pay them a bit more for it. But some people just never accept the first offer on principle, right? You go to a garage sale. They always say at a garage sale, everyone goes mental. And they go, it could be a brand new Cadillac. Yeah. You put a price tag of a dollar on it, and somebody offer you 50 cents. cents. You know what I'm saying? There's always there's, there's that element. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that happens. That happens. Anyway, uh, Jerry, thanks for your phone call. Thank the you. answer is I think you got the right guy to unload hundreds of Hot Wheels on. My and staff won't like it, but I <laughs> like it. Your staff. Yeah, your staff. Our next caller is Edward in Kitchener. Edward, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zoomer Radio. Oh, hello. How are you doing? Not bad. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. I, I had a, a Marilyn Monroe uh, reissue 66, I think it is, for the special edition. I didn't know if that's... S- special edition of... Marilyn Monroe, the pictorial and all that? Yeah, it goes for a bit, about 15 to 20, because it is. there's such a big following of Marilyn. I'm lost. What are we Playboy. talking about? Oh, Playboy. Playboy. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, Playboy yeah. calendar goes for about five, $600. But Marilyn was on four or five. She was on the first one, but kept coming back. Mansfield and Marilyn went back and forth. So he's got one. a tribute issue to the original. And people will collect. That's nice history. Yeah, as you say, you didn't put that anywhere. It's nice That's talking. what I bought this week. Somebody brought me in the old book by Lou Kaz, Baseball's Back in Town. Oh, okay. For the next two hours, I was back in, in, my, in, in my area of, of really good thinking on the can, re-going through this book. <laughs> okay, enjoying. You're enjoying, enjoying it. Enjoying it. No, but this it brought back the history, you know. And also I have Elvis in the, in the paper uh, when, they had the, when they had the funeral and all that. Some of that, everyone put that Elvis, uh, a lot of people put that. It still has some kind of uh, collectability. This week we sold, um, remember the Colonel? From Elvis, mm-hmm. I sold uh, two of his autographs to one of our good customers. The really? Colonel, they, El, well, an Elvis autograph is worth a lot of money. But even people collect anything with Elvis, we have the Colonel and people side. I have in my one of the biggest finds that we ever got on Storage Wars was about ten thousand dollars in Elvis coins. We couldn't we couldn't show it on the show because we couldn't get the rights. What they're actually minted in Elvis's Elvis, image. but they were minted. By the Royal Canadian Mint and the U.S. Mint, the only time they've ever collaborated, and one of the coins is only 300 of them. So there's more than 300 Elvis collectors in this world. So on the show, you guys found these, but they couldn't show them because they couldn't put it on TV because the licensing issues. No, it's even worse story. This is the uh, this is the one where uh, Bogart is really mad at me. I buy the auction, I buy the locker, and he walks off the set. You probably haven't seen this show. No, I saw every episode. I was going to say that wasn't that rare that he got angry at you on the show. Yeah, I know, but this one he actually. Walked off the set. He yes, was, I remember this one. He yeah. was really You mad. caught up with him on a sidewalk in the yeah. next segment. Yeah, That was all true. And because uh, we'd been filming for 40 days in a row. I mean, they drove us like dogs. And so uh, and we, he just didn't want to work over the holidays. Mm. And that was it. So I ended up, we made a deal that we didn't have to do it. I left it there because it was like minus 30 for the next month. The locker people come along and say, Paul, you got to get rid of this stuff. We finished the show. We did our appraisal. That was a Ashley McIsaac uh, 
the fiddle. Yes, yes, yes. That was that. So I'm going through the locker, and I offer to a guy, because I don't want to do the work either, for 500 bucks. I says, just take this. He doesn't want to do this because it's minus 30. And I say, okay. So they make me do it. And the third last box, I open this box, and it's really heavy. And it's filled with silver and two gold coins and a bunch of silver coins, all Elvis. Where and are these coins now? You still I, have some? I still some? have some in my shop. I have two left. So, no, if there's any Elvis collectors out there, these are genuine rare coin, coin sets. They made less than 300. They're numbered on the side. They made a 10-ounce coin, a 1-ounce coin, and a 2-gram coin. Like, we handle everything, anything that's collectible. I sometimes surprise me when I know. I, I often never mention this, but also, you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. Yeah. If you're seeking a rare item and you're looking for a guy to find it, yeah. this is that guy. His name is Paul Kenny. Um, Edward, thank you for your phone call. I also have the Pokemon collection. Uh, Pokemon, do you know what I want? Is all in the original, not on open to that. Yeah, do you, what's better than Pokemon Edward's a good collector. is magic. There are magic cards that are worth 100 Gs. What? Magic. You know that show Magic? You've heard Magic. It's like a, a role play. I don't even heard know. of Magic. I don't okay. know what you're talking about now, but yeah. No, Magic is a card game. People play Magic. The first part, first year when they had Magic, you don't know about it, but there. Is this like a kid's game? Like Pokemon 1994, is a game? 1994, there were certain Magic cards that were distributed in Canada because we hopped onto it right away because we're kind of liberal more than the States. And what happened was they were distributed up here and there were certain cards. They're not unusual to have two and three and five thousand dollars cards. My nephew tells me every day it's a hundred thousand dollar magic cards. What? Because well, it's some kind of don't ask. Right now, me someone's to... going. You know what? I bought a set of that for my nephew. I bet they never even opened it. You're telling yeah. me it's a hundred thousand dollars? An unopened box is probably worth twenty G's. Come on. Okay, I'm just and nineteen ninety. So we don't have to go back that far. Nineteen ninety two, three, four in that area. Okay, so I'm just saying that. People throw out stuff. They say, magic. Oh, my son played that, and they'll just toss in the garbage, and they might be tossing out $5,000 in magic cards. Like I'm saying, I'm just learning that they tickets. exist in this moment. Okay. Okay, so. So what would they, they're called magic cards? They got characters on them or something It's a role-playing game, D&D. It okay. A, it was that kind of thing. I don't know a lot. Our next caller is going to be Joan in Fort Erie. Joan, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Hi, how you doing? You don't have any magic cards, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can give you Happy Easter. <laughs> okay, Happy Easter. Happy Easter, Easter works. Sure. <laughs> no, I don't have. I remember them though. Okay? You remember? When I was how younger, did I miss yes, this? we bought them for my kids, and I remember them. Well, and now you tell me they're worth that much. Not all of them. We're saying an unopened box no, is no, worth twenty thousand. You could have told me back then, and I would have probably put them aside. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Anyway, I have two uh, dollar bills here. Yep. And they're uh, 1937. Yep. January, and I think it's King Edward that's on the front. Yep. Are they worth anything? Oh yeah. What kind of shape are they in? They're not per- mint condition, okay. but they're in great shape because they're all um, in plastic. In uh, I have the between 40 and uh, 600. I know that helps you a lot, but I have to see them depending on the signatures. Yeah. yeah. Depending on the replacement notes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, replacement notes when they had a little asterisk next to the serial number. Mm. Okay. And they can be worth thousands. Um, in uh, the $1 bills, they people have them, but uh, they're anywhere between, I got to see it, unfortunately here, but yeah. oh, they no, can no, no, be. Um, I, I, I just wanted to get a gist of it. Yeah. Because I'm not, like, I'm not uh, that particular, like, money, I know money, but I've had these since, I bought them in 99. 
Yeah. And I've had them ever since. What did you pay for them? Uh, about 20 bucks. Okay, so either way, you're in the money. <laughs> That's a good shape. A 1935. Right. I don't have a car, and I don't, I can't, I have to get a ride to, Fort, to uh, Toronto. So I, when I get a chance to get a ride to use, guys. Or phone them, you know, you can phone me and mail them to me. If I know they're coming, I, I'm fair. I'm not one of these, I try to be fair to people. But I'd know. love to come and see you in person. That'd be nice. I'm much Just smarter in person. All the other stuff you have. I'm much smarter in person than I am on the radio. <laughs> but also, you do. You should. I've been saying this for months. You should announce the legs where you're doing like a two day trip yeah. down to say Fort Erie or whatever, and then back up through Peterborough because all these people they want to have a booking with you, right? So okay. if you can tell them when the tour is happening, they can get on board. I have a line for that. You want to make God laugh? You just tell him your plans. <laughs> Fair okay? enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I planned last week to do stuff, so, and I didn't do half of it. So Joan paid 20 for this $1 bill. Yeah. It's worth between 40 and 600 depending on the value. That's quite a swing. Well, if she bought it in a coin shop, it's probably not one of the rare ones. How should she store it in the meantime, then? Put it in a book? She's got it in plastic. They've been plastic, and they've been plastic ever since. Oh, okay. So that's they the best. Not, they, I don't let them. I don't, they don't touch, nobody touches them. They're not. they got a bit of fold in them. That's the only difference. No, no, that's a bad thing. That's called a crease. <laughs> no, that's thing a that bad. I notice on them that you yeah. might, you'll probably notice. Yes. But other than that, there, there's no torn corners. There's no tears. No nothing else in them. When you go to these safety deposit boxes, a lot of people kept their bills in the safety deposit box. A guy this week had a five hundred dollar U.S. bill. It's only worth about fifteen hundred dollars. If it had been a five hundred dollar Canadian bill, it's worth a hundred G's. Yeah, you were saying that those are ultra rare. So a lot of people have Canadian $1,000 bills. Usually, they only if you have a $1,000 bill, you sell it to a collector, you might get $1,050, maybe $1,100, something like that. But, oh, the, yeah. but if you have a $500 Canadian bill, yeah. you're sitting on gold. But even a, de- well, I mean, I shouldn't say, a devil's face $1,000 bill is worth 5000 Oh, okay. And yeah. this is, when you say devil's face, somewhere in the, the hair, hair. Yeah. is a devil's face, or so some people some say. They say. Yeah. This is why you got to deal with an expert. And because uh, another guy, you go to some of these places and they'll say, oh, that's just a thousand. They won't even tell you. They'll say, here it is in the book and it's uh, $1,100. And you're happy. Mm. They're happy. You know, this is why we try and be fair with people. We tell them, we try and be transparent. I'm allowed to make money. I'm trying to be transparent and just say, here's what it's worth. Here's how much money I'm going to make off you. And this is how much money I'm going to pay you. And if you don't like that, you can always consign it. We'll sell it on auction. And then you take a little bit of the chances, but you can get more money sometimes. Someone brought in $25,000 in bills yesterday to our place. What do you mean in bills? Like in vintage in, no, bills? Vintage bills. I didn't get to see it because I was doing that other house call I was on. But he said he's going to come in next week, and I'm happy about that. I have another gentleman has got a safety deposit box. It's probably got hundred grand in it. Of vintage bills. Yeah, and we're only talking... Fifteen. I want to see a Canadian 500 now. I don't think I've ever even seen one. No, you don't see him. Yeah. don't see him. Uh, we want to get to as many calls as we can before the uh, top of the hour. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you have a rare item or an heirloom that you'd like a free assessment of live on the radio, you can do that right now. Uh, 416-360-0740. Your store will be back open on Tuesday or are you open on Monday? I'm self-employed. He'll be back till Monday. I'll be back. (laughs) I can pick my own hours as long as I pick all of them. Fair enough. That's how it works in my business. You can find him hard at work at the store most days, and the store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's on Young in Richmond Hill, north of Major McKenzie. The store's number, after the show ends, you can call this number, 
It's 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. After I leave here, I'm going to buy gold, silver today. from a deal. We, do, we deal with dealers as well. And they just want to lock in the price. Prices of silver right now are the highest they've been in years. Yeah, they're creep- they were creeping up in there, $25 an yeah. ounce not long ago. If yeah. people check, and that's what I mean, when people listen to our podcast, you know, we're on podcast on Zoomer. Yeah. When they listen and they hear a price from September of last year. <laughs> yeah, don't listen. Don't listen <laughs> yeah. to that price, okay? You're the doing price- much better, yeah, if, if you have silver. You're doing much better today than you were back then. But people, I'm surprised people ask about how can I listen? And they can listen on the computer and the podcast. And we're also on Twitter, and I don't do that too well. And we're also going to try and do something for YouTube. But like I say, you run out. Of, I run out of day before I run out of work. Well, I was going to say, if you go back and listen to the podcast, like every now and then you'll dig into a super rare yeah. issue or item, and there's just so much education around it. Yeah. I mean, even now, you go, what do we have people looking for today? Oh. Old coins. You know, you say gold, silver prices, all this. But you always say, if you have old newspapers, everyone has the issue with yeah. the lunar landing. What they don't yeah. have is the local comic illustrator in, yeah. say, in Toronto or Burlington. He he only worked there for two years, but that's as rare as it gets. You old yeah. postcards. You don't look for yeah. the one of the Eiffel Tower. Give me one of Newmarket from the 1920s. Now you're in the money. Yeah. Someone rare. Are, they're $100. Someone says, you're going to give me $100. Yes, I'm very old pictures, photo pictures of old hockey teams out of the 1907, 8, 9. I can't even imagine, yeah. No, but they're worth because there are people. Once you have collectors, okay, it's no use having five of something. There's only four collectors in the world. There's only five of something. There's 200 people who want it. Then you got a good item, you know. Our next caller is Margaret in Mississauga. Margaret, good afternoon. You're on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon. Uh, I have a couple of items I'd like a to get an idea on. One is a Royal Dalton numbered plate, and it's uh, about a driver uh, and a coach. Oh, Dickens Ware. Yes. Okay. Um, Dickens Ware, they're usually used to sell for a lot. It's kind of, has is any crazing on it? That's a little cracks in the in the glaze. No. And they're the Dickens Ware, they're generally probably $50 to $100. They're still collectible because people like them a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think they've gone with a lot of the old Dalton with the with the with the, the figurines and stuff. With the inter, with the internet getting so popular, people can buy this stuff. Oh, I you see. know, and yeah. some of the prices have come down. And the problem is, is no, the new collectors aren't buying them. Okay? No, or they're making stuff in China. And I'm sorry to say, but people will collect stuff made in England. They're not <laughs> going to collect stuff made in China. Yeah, well, this says made in England. The yeah. Dalton, and it's got a number at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No. Is this a plate or a figurine? It's a plate. Plate. It's a, it'll yeah. be a Dickens where it'll have a guy in a coach, and it'll be a, kind of a brownish color. Do I have yeah. it here? Am I looking yeah. it up yep, there? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And they're and, all hand-painted. Yes, and the same way, are. like I say, but it's funny that that plate, which was done by a noted artist at the time, is worth $1,500. Where a cup and saucer from Dalton, some Daltons out of that time period, or a Paragon, are worth, these are the cups and saucers I'm telling people to bring in. Mm-hmm. It's a, Cup, well, you're looking at the plate and you say that's about 160 years old because my mother in law had it for a wedding gift. So, no, no, Royal Dalton got his royal warrant about 1902. Yeah, and the other item I have is um, a silver coin yep. of the uh, Princess and Prince of Wales, their announcement of their wedding. Uh, commemorative. Uh, if, it's, yeah. if it's silver, the silver value only. Sorry about yes, that. It's, it's in a, a, a they're not oh, silver. Classic. They're copper nickel. 
and um, enjoy this. Do you have grandkids? Give them to them and tell them the story. Remember I said about... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. If you're going to... um, If you've got some of this stuff, force it on your grandkids. Teach them history. Or you find a royalty collector who might give you what you paid for. No, no, they made a lot of these. I'm going with teach your grandkids history and uh, sit them down and... uh, uh, do that because you won't be able to sell it and take a trip to see any elephants. I'll know that. Hey, I think we inspired this call here by talking about the $1,000 bill. We got Ruth in Mississauga. Okay. And I think Ruth wants to know or owns one of the devil hair $1,000 bills. Ruth, welcome to the show. No, not a $1,000 bill. Oh, okay. Oh. I have a devil hair bill is okay, the note. Which one? It's which... a $1 Ottawa 1973 pristine. But it's got an asterisk on it? Got a witch? No, okay. Because a lot of people save those because they switched off from the queen and they uh, thought they were going to be special. Yeah. Uh, we sell them in our store two three dollars. Oh, really? Eh. Well, you can buy them for me. So, get, unless I have a tax problem and I have to lose money, I'm not going to buy them for any more than I sell them for. <laughs> exactly. Well, I've got other stuff, but this came to mind, and I haven't checked it out in my drawer for years, and here it is. Yeah, no, no. This is why I tell people about our number. Uh, you can call me, and even with the other number, about send me a picture. It's going to be, you're going to go through something two weeks from now, and you're mm-hmm. going to say, Paul, I could either wait till Sunday, when I can't call him and he can help me, mm-hmm. or you can call me on a Thursday afternoon, you call me at 905-737-4653, and say, Paul, what's this worth? Well, let me tell you, my sister and I got from my mother a box full of old bills and coins. Okay. And I think there's one paper bill that's worth, I don't know, it's 25 cents. I haven't looked at them in yeah, years. that'll be a shin plaster. They're made in 1870. It's called shin plaster because they were so cheap they used to use them in, during the war just to, if you had an injury. When you said it, a shin plaster. Shin plaster, yep. They made them 1870, 1900, and 1923. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on which one you have, depending on who's assigned by, but they go anywhere between six dollars and two hundred, and uh, that if they're perfect and really nice shape. Well, okay. that's the one I remember. Come and see me, mm-hmm. and uh, or call me up, make an appointment. Sometimes you have to call me because I'm not there all the time, because I'm out there doing the house calls. I say I'm doing. I'm actually I am not really there when I say I'm not there. Fair enough. <laughs> or I'm reading my book. Basically. So, Ruth, call ahead, and you'll have a sit-down with Paul, and you'll get his expert eyes on all the coins and bills that you have. That's a good idea. Yeah. Why not? I got... Is it Lois and Aurelia? I, I have to get the... Okay. Sebastian to Hearn's about to give me the one-minute warning. There's no mess, and he won't... He'll just turn the music up over us. I know, I know. Lois and Aurelia. Yes. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What do you got? I don't know. It's a It's a picture of Roy Rogers, King of the Cowboys. Yep. Um, somebody gave it to me years ago because I had a mad crush on Roy Rogers when I was a kid. <laughs> Does your husband know this? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, he's he's gone too. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry to hear that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, is it a big one? Was it, it was probably mail? It, it, sometimes the studios give them out. They're black and white with a facsimile signature on them, or they would be radio premiums, or they'd be studio premiums. The ones given out by um, uh, the radio premiums are always worth the most. Because they've been given over a short period of time. Like a radio station like Zoomer here, suppose we gave pictures of uh, Leonard Cohen away. Right. And we only did it for a month. Mm-hmm. We right. have 1,000 pictures, and we give them away to certain people. And that's it, yeah. They won't be collectible two months from now, but 10 years from now, it'll say Zoomer or, Car- or Carp, and it'll say Leonard Cohen, and someone's going to want that. 
Okay, we are wrapping it up, and I got to talk about my friend at Clappinson Corners. I know. Give it to me. What is it? No, I got a friend of mine, Ron. He owns a shop at Highway 6 and Highway 5, just west, and it's one of the most unique antique shops in Canada. He's got 6,000 square feet, and he's got furniture. I guarantee that if you go there, you're going to like find something you like, Okay. You I, hang out there, right? Sometimes I'm, I talk to you and you say, I just came from there. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I've gone down. He's got nice stuff. I'm bringing a load of teak down to him this week. Okay? And I didn't even get to say anything about Southworks in Cambridge. The second best. They're an antique mall. Ron owns everything in his shop. And he'll make deals. Give them to me again. I got a whole Ron, weekend to plan here. Clapson's Corners, Highway 6, Highway 5, on 5, just west of 6. Good stuff. Antique stuff. Antique stuff, and I know we're getting in trouble for going overtime. Sebastian See, Hearn produces the show. Thank you so much. We've gone over. My apologies. Everyone have a great long weekend. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.